welcome to Lending Forward, a podcast where we're lending every bit of what we know to our listeners. From real conversations and lessons learned deep within the industry to education and forward thinking, together we're Lending Forward. And as always, don't forget to subscribe to our channels and connect with us on www.atlanticbay.com. Atlantic Bay Mortgage Group, LLC, NMLS number 72043, NMLSconsumeraccess.org is an equal opportunity lender. Located at 600 Lynn Haven Parkway, Suite 203, Virginia Beach, Virginia 23452. Welcome to another episode of Lending Forward. Joining me today is David Ramirez and Bruce Buckley from Soldier On. So thank y'all both for being here. I'm so excited to get to know you a little bit better. Let's go ahead and start with you guys giving us a little bit of background on who you are, how you got into this industry, what's keeping you passionate. And Bruce, let's start with you. Sure. So uh, my name is Bruce Buckley. I'm the CEO of Soldier On. And I've been involved here for about 20 years. How I got involved with this was kind of an indirect route, like life always often leads us on. And I'm a CPA, and I had my own little CPA practice here in Western Massachusetts, which is where we're headquartered, and um, in Berkshire County, for any of those who might know the Berkshires. But uh, we're the opposite end of the state from Boston. And and it was a small agency, and a gentleman took over, Jack Downing, who the agency had some issues and had been around for five or six years. And he hired me just to help with the accounting. And there wasn't a lot going on, but I came on board then. And, you know, fast forward to 20 years, I'm We've grown extensively over the last 20 years. We've served a lot more veterans in a lot more ways and many for the rest of their life. I think the passion to serve people has certainly overtaken me. And, you know, the it's not a, a story of numbers. It's the story of one individual story multiple times. And I think that's you know, really where I still live in knowing the veterans and knowing their struggles and knowing, you know, what we've been able to do to help make their life go forward better. So that's kind of a quick snapshot of me and how I got here. Absolutely. Thank you for that. All right, David, you're up. All right. Thank you and for having us on this today. It's quite an honor to represent So Drawn. And I'll give you some background about myself. Uh, I, I joined the military right out of high school. And, you know, I came from, uh, you know, raised by a single mother and the military was an outlet for me to do something and get out of my current environment, which was, you know, low income environment. You know, so I wanted something better with myself. I did four years in the service and did infantry, you know, not really thinking, you know, what what path I wanted, but I just wanted to get in. I wanted to serve and do something. And those experiences, uh, you know, great experiences got to uh, do a, a I'm a combat veteran. I understood what it meant to serve this great country. And when I got out, you know, I had some challenges. You know, I had an infantry background. You really can't go into the civilian world and get a $50,000 job after that service. And and here I am starting my young family. So I went to, I started at an entry-level position in corporate America. And I worked 17 years there. And what I did within, I did lending services, banking, mortgage. And I was around during the 08 crisis, working with uh, all the nonprofit counseling agencies uh, around the nation, helping people stay in their homes, avoid that financial, like dealing with people that had financial hardships, loss of a job, death in the family. 
divorce, things like that. And uh, during that time, a lot of people were, uh, were under. And at that time, you know, people weren't going to the banks to find a resolution. It was very difficult. You know, the bank was the enemy at that time. So, you know, our practice, you know, my experience back then is that we would work with these nonprofit counseling agencies across America because they're the ones in the community. And we were able to help them modify their loans, stay in their homes instead of moving out. So that experience, you know, within 17 years, we did a really good job at it. Uh, we started, you know, we started seeing these nonprofit counseling agencies not, not be a need because the economy got better. But look what's happening today. I think we're going to see some, it's kind of repeating itself. So when I got out of, when I left the organization with uh, Wells Fargo, I was with Wachovia and World Savings, a lot of great experience, good people there that are helping people to this day and various communities. I had this opportunity, right? I ran into Sojourn. I'm from San Antonio, Texas. I never even heard of Sojourn. And being a veteran in Texas, I've never seen an organization that has given like services for veterans that are lost. Like I was lost when I got out of service. Luckily, I had family that that helped me uh, get through it. So it was just a perfect fit for me to come in as the program manager and help these veterans that saying a, a veteran's homeless is very uncomfortable for me. I like to say they're unsheltered. You know, they're unsheltered. I think anywhere you lay your head, you know, head is a home. You know, we're trying with my expertise when I got in is, you know, to lead the home and credit education program is to start teaching the basic fundamentals of their credit, which is their identity. And really today, it's been a perfect fit for my experience because working with nonprofit counseling agencies, building that relationship and seeing somebody come from such a dire situation and into their own home is a beautiful thing. That's where, you know, I come in within Sojourn. Bruce would tell you so many other great services that they provide up front, but, you know, some they need to provide those services up front before I even begin those conversations because a lot of our veterans are dealing with something mentally or physically. So that's my background. That's why that's what I do within Sojourn and it's been an honor. I love it. So Atlantic Bay is headquartered in Virginia Beach, where you know we have a ton of a military presence here. So I know this message is going to resonate with a lot of not only our mortgage bankers, but our locals and our agents. So tell us a little bit about how Soldier On was founded, the premise there, and then what it's looked like since inception. Bruce, do you want to take that one? Sure. So without being too confusing, because there's a lot of moving parts here, we we started as a transitional housing agency, which transitional is really a shelter program that's funded by the VA and it allows veterans to stay up to two years who are homeless or struggling with homelessness to address whatever issues they have. And they range all over the place from mental health to addiction to physical handicaps and you know all that you could imagine. So. That's what we did when I first started here. And after five or six years, Jack Downing really had the vision to say, you know, I see a lot of the veterans who come through transitional, get back on their feet and end up back out or back in our program a couple of years later. So we started to develop permanent housing. And permanent housing is basically apartment buildings that we've developed or we've developed in partnership with others. And those properties, right now we've just opened our seventh in New Jersey. There's six in Massachusetts. And we've got about 300 apartments in these different buildings. And 
In that world, we've been able to be successful and many of the veterans who choose to live there remain there the rest of their lives. So much so that we build columbariums, which are to inter the ashes of someone who passes away on our sites with a patio area, an eternal flame, some benches, and they stay with us, you know, after they've gone. And I think that's a testament to their desire that this was their community and this is where they really belong. So, you know, that's become a big piece of what we do. And then I'll just mention the third, which is a program called SSBF, which is an acronym for Supportive Services for Veteran Families. And that's really the largest thing we do, but we're spread out doing it throughout Pennsylvania, most of New York State, Central and Northern New Jersey, and Massachusetts. And that works with lots of veterans who are at risk of homelessness, homeless, getting out of jails, whatever their needs, we can help them find housing. We certainly build housing, but not nearly enough for the need of all the veterans that we serve. So in that program, we work with a lot of veterans who are getting back on their feet. And they don't need the structure and support of permanent housing, but they do need support and uh, some help. So without getting into all the other services that we do, which is you know mental health, legal support, transportation, because I could talk for hours, I'll kind of focus on the financial side. So in that world of those in our permanent housing, those in our transitional housing, and those in our SSBF program, I was introduced in Texas, as David mentioned, to a gentleman who hooked me up with Freddie Mac. And I went down to Virginia and met with Freddie Mac. And we talked about, you know, how can we help get veterans into home ownership positions? So we started down that path about before I had met David, and we had a gentleman, Danny Gardner, who was a supporter who works at Freddie Mac, who really helped us get some funding from them and participate in a program called Credit Smart as a way to help individuals, in our case, the veterans, improve their credit, often with the goal of purchasing a home. And, you know, that became kind of a cornerstone of how a lot of veterans were able to really move forward in life. A little side piece of this is Citibank. I met some individuals who came forward and gave us a couple of REOs that we were able to fix up. And, you know, there's, we only have three of these, but they've been successful. And David can talk more because one of them is in Brownsville, Texas. And David, I've been there, but David's been there with the family who now purchased the home. The real program with the, the substance is the program that David runs. So helping veterans get back on their feet through home ownership, and David will have some actual stories, I believe, of you know individuals that have gone through the program and the numbers of men and women. And these aren't just in Soldier On. We certainly, it's eligible to all Soldier On veterans, but it's eligible to any veteran in the country. So it's a Soldier On sponsored program that's eligible, you know, anybody is eligible to participate. And again, without, you know, David does it day by day, I kind of helped hire David. And really we lucked out because David's been a great addition. And 
I think, when did you start, David? December or January of 19? That is correct, Bruce. January. So he's been on, you know, three and a half years now. And, you know, he's in San Antonio, Texas. We're all up here in Massachusetts or the Northeast. And COVID hit. And really our focus was on keeping the veterans safe and healthy. And, you know, this program, I didn't focus on as much, but David certainly focused on it every day. And he's really built it into quite a program that now has some, you know, legs and is growing exponentially, I think, at this point. So I'll let David talk about the financial program. Yeah, we definitely want to know a a success story. I mean, I know your goal is to be helping these vets really culminate a life that will be sustainable when it comes to homeownership. So David, walk us through, and Bruce, you mentioned it, you touched on it, but David, walk us through a success story. You speak of a family that's just purchased a home. What an honor for you too. So tell me more about that. Every day, there's something that comes up with this program. And the great thing with the veteran community, it's you tell someone, they're going to tell someone else. One of the challenges that we had, and Freddie Mac told us this, is that when we started the program, they had a very difficult time reaching the veteran community. And, and I understand that. I mean, some of our veterans, according from the, the VBA, the ones that issue us our disability checks, we have 155,000 veterans out there that don't have a secured credit card, no banking services. So they're just throwing money away. And that's troubling to me. And, you know, but they don't they haven't had the basic foundations of credit education. So I'll tell you a story just recently that I can tell you that just made, had me in tears. And I had the honor of uh, visiting the New Jersey site last week. And I I went up to Western Mass and spoke with veterans in the transitional permanent housing. One of the case managers that we had trained with financial education, because now there are ambassadors. What made me feel good is after the after the pandemic of going up there is that we create a culture where our social workers, our case managers, really ask, when was the last time you checked a credit report? And that's really that's really impactful because these veterans' mindset, they're nowhere near that. I met a man named Nick Colty last week and I hunted him down in, in Western Mass because I, I just had to meet this guy and shake his hand. He was was coached by his his case manager. We gave them the basic fundamentals of you know what your FICO score looks like, the impacts. And Nick, working with his case manager, was just like, yeah, whatever. You know, that he never had the way he thought of credit compared to me is a whole lot different. And what he shared going through from 2010 to 2016, he was in prison. He was on the street from 2016, 2018, and he would use his bank card, his bank card, and he probably had like a hundred dollars in there. And he goes, yeah, I didn't care about it, but I would go into the, the lobbies where the ATMs are. And after 10 o'clock, I would just use it just to get into the building. And then I would hide some trash cans and sleep there. Wow. And I'm thinking to myself, like, that's not the way I use my credit card. And it just bothered me. And he did that for a few years. And he said, you know what? I robbed the corner store down this town. And I waited. I waited because I knew that's when I was going to get some sleep. He's in our shelters. And he even told me like, you know, in the street, the credit has no value. It really does. You know, when you're living in, in places where there's nothing but cash transactions repeatedly, he would get, use his credit to get, go to, he went to AT&T at the time, a long time ago, and then Verizon and get all these phones. He would five, have five each from every uh, servicer and, and sell them on the street for the hard cash. It blew my mind. And he never thought he would live past 30. Had a family history of just heroin addiction. 
family that wasn't even home to come back to after the service to support you and guide you. And he ended up in our facilities. We helped him with various services. And his case manager said, okay, you know, what, what do you want to do? I want to get my own car. Started going through his credit history, just simple things, going annual, freecredit.com, annual, the free one you get. And they started working on this credit and, and it just blew his mind. Like, oh my goodness, now I could get an auto loan. Within a year and a half, you know, he did get that auto loan. He raised his credit score. Then he got a, he went to go apply for a VA loan. He's a homeowner today. Wow. And on top of that, last Monday, and I, and I, I just, I can't say anything about that. I had my wife that helped me out my transition, you know, and I had family, a great family where he had nobody. And what made me feel so, you know, made me feel great that just his demeanor. And I'll tell you one thing for a fact, he's never going to be at the shelter again. He will never be there at the shelter again in his own home. Bruce, uh, they promoted, they, he just got promoted within our organization as a case manager. Yeah, he just got promoted. So that's a great story, Nick. I saw Nick yesterday and he's doing great. And again, bought a home right in town, not far from where I live. And like David told the story better than anybody, but maybe Nick could tell it better. But, you know, that's really the, the real what we see. And Nick's doing great. So thank you, David. No, no, it started with, it had nothing to do with me. It had something to do with the culture that we have, have, have done within so drawn about people asking about their credit identity. Hey, check it. You know, yeah, what I say, you, des- you serve, you deserve. There's a lot of t- uh, benefits on the table. And you know that as bankers, I've been in corporate America. We have so many fun, you know, so many uh, great programs that are not being utilized. The, the beginning of the story is that we're not forming that relationship where we care and we're there. We're taking them to their VA disability appointments. We're helping them with their increase their VA disability. We're giving them purpose for them to wake up every day. And the best thing, you know, we, we had limited time because I had to go to another site and speak. Nick walked me around. He goes, hey, I want, you know, we walked around the, the hallway and, and, and the first person he saw, and my goodness, I think his name's Pat Sumbry. Nick's helping me with my credit. I'm at a 620. Oh. <laughs> you see what I mean? You see what I mean? Full circle. We pay That's it, crazy. It, pay, it pays it forward. I know. There, there, there's, I... A lot, there's a lot of wins I'm not even aware of. And then that just, I, that's my, and I, can I tell you another one? Sure. This one blows my mind. And it's the reality that I want your, your viewers to really understand where, where there's a lot of ugly things, that, you know, in America, it's difficult living. It is difficult for a lot of our veterans. And it really bothers me that I have one named uh, Mr. Romeo. He's uh, up here, right here. I don't know if he's up there. And there's a success story. And I'm going to send you this, uh, Taylor. And, and 25 years renting in New Jersey. 25 years renting in New Jersey. And I was in New Jersey. And everybody that uh, locals, hey, I had a, a market analysis. My rent went up 400. My rent went up 500. I was in Boston. One, the driver, Uber driver, 1500, 3000 rent. He goes, I can't believe it. Who, who can make that kind of adjustment? And a lot of people have been impacted. And Gerald was impacted. I had to go move to his cousin's couch. 25 years of renting New Jersey, his hometown, and it broke his heart. And he has his wife. And he's not going to go to the shelter with his wife. Started working with our program called Our Counselor, who does individual. What's great about the program, any, any veteran service member could call and we're going to give them credit consultation. And it's not a one-stop one stop shop. We told Gerald, okay, this is credit. Okay, we're going to do this. This is the action plan. Within his second or third counseling session, Mark Bry from Money Management International that provides these great consultations, one of the best, the largest nonprofit counseling agency in America, told him, you know, you qualify for a VA loan, Gerald? He almost fell out of his seat. He <laughs> said, get the hell out of it. You know, well, uh, you know we're, we're, we're veterans and we, we use a lot of interesting. Uh, <laughs> but we, he made it happen. 
And the, the sad reality of this story, it's a success story, but he couldn't stay in New Jersey. He moved to West Virginia and had to relocate. And let me show you some pictures. But um, this is Mr. Gerald right here. He just got a new job. Wow. And, and I love showing this to my veterans because this is a story that truly inspires the ones that are in our shelters. And Mr. Romeo is now in his own home. He doesn't have no restrictions. He doesn't have anybody telling him, nope, you can't paint the walls, Ad, yada, yada, yada. <laughs> it's a beautiful thing. He, he did his whole fence and he put a payphone in his house. And I'm trying to find the picture, but no kidding. We talk <laughs> every day. That's his fence. He has the American flag there, West Virginia. Oh, and his wow. doctor told him he's never seen him in the best health. The best help yeah. ever. We're just providing solutions. It may not be the best one, but we're educating our veterans. And what he tells me is like, look, I'm putting my money now in rebuilding my house. And um, hold on, I'm going to his text yesterday. I got you got to see this great stuff. <laughs> look at this. Just pictures of his new door. That's budgeting right there. That's what it's all about. Like we're, we're talking mm-hmm. about our veterans putting money, their money in the right places. He was indebted with debt living in an environment that most of us in America are experiencing right now. We feel like we're in a, a vicious cycle. And now he's, he's doing great things. And the last story I could tell you, and I'll be very quick. And this is one, I'm going to meet a veteran here in Beaumont, Texas, a 72-year-old Vietnam veteran who was also in New Jersey and called our services because he was in a hotel room. He had his apartment that was condemned in New Jersey. Wife had just passed away uh, not many years ago. Son, 47, had a heart attack because he always calls me from a Las Vegas number. And I'm like, hey, you know, what number is? Oh, that was my an interesting story. But he calls our services because he needs hotel vouchers. He's 100% disability. He's one of our nation's heroes. And he's in a hotel room in New Jersey. Every month, he's just stressing himself out and just does not know, like, man, I'm tired of this. He calls our services. I talked to him for one hour. One hour, and we're just talking, okay, and man, he's telling me, 18 of my 23 buddies are on the, the, the memorial. His name's Frank Cromwell. And I go, Frank, the, how much are the hotels? The Best Western's 280. Mid-month, I'm, I'm, I don't have anything to eat. I'm going to, you know, the local Catholic charity is looking for food. He has 100% disability, and he can't afford a bill, affordability in New Jersey. His credit's not well because he never thought about this. He never thought he was going to be kicked out of his apartment. Never had a look at credit. So we gave him a consultation and I made the statement because it's true. Our counselors see data across the nation. I told him, move to Texas. He packs up his car, not a car, his car and rents a U-Haul and he drives to Texas. He's tired of it. We have hotels here for 119. He just wants to live out in the country. Ends up in Beaumont, ends up in Beaumont. And I'm trying to call these services because Sojourn is primarily in the East Coast. Mm-hmm. We don't have, you know, it's so I'm calling other SSDF organizations that get these funds to help. There's a lag in time, but we ended up getting some good person in the vet center in Beaumont and their family donates money so the veteran could stay there for another two days in the hotel room while they look for an apartment. He ends up getting into an apartment, a two bedroom. I think at $1,100. He's never had a two bedroom in his life. Oh, wow. And, and, and no kidding. I, if you like your viewers, and this guy's a character, and I'm going to meet him next week, and I'm going to—it's going to be an honor meeting him. But if you see his demeanor, they may already made him part of the American Legion. His background is being a locksmith, so he's changing all the locks for his facilities now. He's waking up wow. with purpose. And here, look, check this out. This was a beautiful feeling. You want to hear something just beautiful? Hey, big guy, this is Frank Cromwell. I'm, I'm calling play. to inform you that I got approved for to get my apartment. I approved. To get my apartment, so I'll be moving either Thursday or Friday. Thanks for all your help. Thought you'd like to hear the good news. God bless. 
Wow. That gives me chills. What an honor. I mean, you guys are doing such great work and I know that you've got a full team doing, doing so as well, but you truly are lending forward and I can't wait to get this out there. These stories are just so impactful and any way that we can help, I think it's just such a good thing to be able to spread the word. So thank you both for joining us on Lending Forward today. We are so thankful for your service and their service. So thank you again. Thanks again for listening to the Lending Forward podcast powered by Atlantic Bay Mortgage Group. Don't forget to tune in next week and make sure you subscribe to our channel. Remember, we all play a part in Lending Forward. So go lend something forward today.